When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. I am your host, Brandon Pham. And with me, a special guest, Ray Grant. How you doing, Ray? What's happening? I was cracking. I'm here. Uh, this is a special episode. Once a month or a little longer than a month since I've spoken to you. And uh, it's to catch up on the latest game development news that is relatable to game developers out there. These are opinions of our own. Uh, please try not to get Ray fired uh, or, or me canceled. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into it, man. All right. But, uh, you know, the good folks out there haven't heard from you for a while. What is up in San Francisco? Are you guys still alive over there? Yeah, man, we're still here. I'm still, you know, um, RTO. RTO is a big topic. These days, a lot of people getting pulled back to the office, and it's a huge topic. And I know it's one we've talked about numerous times. And um, I'll definitely say the trends that I'm seeing, a lot of what you've been saying has been pretty pretty accurate, actually. Um, All right, right, before you repeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, can you just repeat? I didn't hear you too well. Last... <laughs> Five minutes. You're you're in everything very well. <laughs> I was I was, I was saying switch part. I'm I'm seeing the trends. Okay. Well, like I I definitely am hearing like and I you know I you already know I vehemently disagree with this right. I just want to put it out there, but I I'm hearing from executives because I think everybody just talks the same shit and then they just repeat it right. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, I should do that too, right? You know, when it comes to remote employees. Saying, yeah, your career is severely limited as a remote employee and, and like stuff that like you really does not need to be true is just being reiterated. Right. Um, now that COVID is is kind of something that people are putting their, in their rearview mirror and not really worried about being in person. They're like, oh, I'd much rather be in person with you and all managers should be managing people local to them and all of this right and uh and you know i manage a team of a lot of people yeah and uh and only two of them are in my city right so i, I manage a very remote globally distributed team and uh a lot of all of that stuff starts falling apart when you 
are looking for people that are talented, have skills, and you are fighting against stiff competition, right? You have to be able to hire globally. And so things like RTO and other things like that do impact that. So you're saying like the, the, I still feel like your company is exception to the rule. You guys have always been remote first, grabbing the most talented people. There was a general setup kind of put in the, like a, a strong foundation to thrive mm-hmm. for you guys uh, being, uh, you know, the an engine business. Uh, I think the original, uh, folks were in europe right and it kind of globalized after that and so it was part of the company ethos to kind of have like let's get the most talented people and then let's make it work a lot of what we're seeing now is like companies that weren't set up like that they never had very much the opposite strongly opposed right and i'm not putting that like strongly opposed to remote where like no way in hell like basically two months before the pandemic happened and, you know, mm-hmm. IT, everybody, managers, middle managers, just never just laughed in your face. Even if you suggested that in our interview, it was like career suicide, you know, was, mm-hmm. you guys, can I do this remote? It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Get laughed out of the room. <laughs> what a joke. And then mm-hmm. for them to kind of act fast, it's like, Hey, you know, for us to remain in business, <laughs> we have to do something. Uh, so I think a lot of those companies are just reverting back to their original thinking um, and, and you know, that favoritism or in office and the unwillingness to, to make remote work. Uh, we're just seeing the effects of that, uh, at least in the game industry, kind of spread everywhere. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, we don't have to do this anymore. All right. So. The good thing is the infrastructure is there and there are exceptions, exceptional mm-hmm. people that they're allowing. Right. Yeah. Well, I also, I also do. We say it's like, it's reverting back. Um, you said something else like the, they're not allowing it anymore. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's just like a lot of short sightedness really, you know, Um where people are not willing to try something new. Right. Uh, and, and even in some cases, they, they think it's, it's, it, oh yeah, that's the other part. They're, they're all willing to try something new. Um, and they want to revert back to the norm because they also, because of the way the economy is set up currently yeah, and the jobs that are out there is, is kind of less and people get laid off left and right. They feel, yeah, yeah, we could totally do this down. Now is a safe time to do this because even if people bounce and quit, yeah, uh, they they there won't be much options out there for them. They might have to just suck it up and and stay, right? Yeah, the balance of power definitely is coming back to the employers. It's a buyer's market <laughs> again, mm-hmm. uh, and so there's a lot of leverage now uh, that employers are are having. Uh, to not deal with the but you know the bullshit <laughs> the bullshit <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. I was like, where where are you on a farm? 
No, you got to come over here. <laughs> you got to go. You got to live next to us. Yeah. Give me two days at home. Two days. But three days, you got to come back in the office. Mm. Uh, but, you know, as I've said before, the hybrid thing is just a gateway back to full time <laughs> in the office. It's, 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 it's a gateway. It's a gateway yeah. drug, right? It's a gateway it's, drug it's, it's, to get the it's back. A, it's the transition. It's yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, People yeah. are crawling back. Near the <laughs> vicinity of these mecca cities, right? Yeah. Uh, even San Francisco being uh, a cesspool, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, of crime and and drugs. Oh, uh, you know, the AI uh, trend is uh, is kind of helping the city gain back a lot of the yeah. Uh, yeah uh, employers again it's it's yeah i think it's just the same thing it's, it's just um rto rto and with everybody coming back it's just a temporary thing you know um yeah. although these days when i go downtown san francisco it's very it's very chill like it's it's like not a whole lot of people it's very relaxed like everybody talks about cesspool homeless drugs all this kind of stuff right but like in the areas that were bad when I was going down there before pandemic. Yeah. Like it's, it's like almost a ghost town in a lot of those areas. So, um, yeah, yeah. but of course, homeless people are still there. Your car will still get yeah, broken. I'm sure the too. first episode but, of the walking dead was, uh, described <laughs> in that same exact way. It was but my, and quiet. Yeah. But my car Abandoned. was broken. Yeah, yeah. My car is, was broken into San Francisco years, years, years ago. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like, to me, it's like, this is not a new occurrence, right? You, you leave something in your car, it going to get took. Yeah. Right. So, um, but anyway, but um, yeah, like it, it's, it's, it's a lot chiller now than it was before pandemic, even now. Right. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, now with RTO happening at many different companies across, right. You, you'll probably see more and more people coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, for good reason. I think it needs to to return that way. I mean, the city is clamoring for people. I I, I feel like San Francisco is actually trying to make an effort of finally caving in, saying, "Yeah, this is a problem." Finally, you know, uh, it's the first step to to fixing things to admit that there's a problem. I mean. I mean, the, the the problems that plague the city aren't be, aren't like oh the police aren't doing their jobs. It's yeah, it's lack of social services, lack of education, lack of proper infrastructure to help people, and then therefore you, you get what you get, right? right. Yeah. When you don't give two shits, um, that's what you end up with. Yeah. Well, have, have fun over there. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we see that people. Reverting back, uh, it comp- the pendulum have completely shifted. You know, uh, yeah. I, I'm even seeing things on LinkedIn the very much same way that people are are calling back into the city to work in person. People who kind of went on this like uh, 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 rage quitting, you know, at the high pandemic to pursue like uh, new opportunities, right? Uh, basically spending seven, 10 years at Blizzard and then suddenly quitting during the height of like the unknown to join a, a said startup company with high prospects. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to see them going back to like Blizzard, <laughs> going back to Riot. I'm seeing well, that maybe Maybe coming. if it's a company that got bought by Embracer Group or something. Uh, but 
but most of the folks I know that are at like that started these little indie remote first companies, so they're still there. They're, they're still making the game. Yeah, because they haven't hit a missed a milestone yet. All right, so they're, a little, <laughs> <laughs> they're five six months from uh, like oh crap, this ain't yeah. working out. You know, game companies are hard. <laughs> Coming up with new ideas are hard. Who, who knew? Yeah, <laughs> who knew? Right. So I think people who weren't kind of built. Because there, there was a lot of falsehoods kind of kind of created, in my opinion, right? There's this idea is like, oh, I can leave a super cushy, uh, long tenure type of job like Blizzard and Riot, et cetera, et cetera, right? And go to the startup that gives me, quote unquote, the same things, but like zero risk, right? Um, I don't. Th- I don't think anybody's going to start ones. with zero risk. I know. Uh, I know. But that's I don't think anybody thought, was saying that. No. 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 This one. This that. one. I'm saying. All they saw yeah. was the benefits of a startup having a piece of something I can call my own, without having to sacrifice. You know the benefits, the salary that I was enjoying <laughs> at this like multi billion dollar company. But right? that's always that's always a trade off, right? Like if you go to go out and do something on your own, that is the trade off that you're you're gonna probably get paid less, but you're hoping for a higher reward on, on the back end, right? Like everybody, like everybody that goes in that situation kind of takes a risk. Or I just but want this, this, I just want the freedom, the creative freedom to make I, something good. That was the normal way. What I'm saying is what people did during the height epidemic. Yeah, because money was seemed to be like growing on trees, right? Well, that's the people started. That's people starting the companies who are doing right, that. right, right. Yeah. But like the people who left their cushy job, still kept their high salaries. In a lot of these cases that I'm hearing, they didn't, yeah. didn't give up the risks that most yeah. you know people would have before the pandemic. Oh yeah, and now they're finding out how hard yeah. it is and sure. seeing like the troubles of you know how a new startup always encounter, right? Mm-hmm. The, the political side of things now like cash is running short everyone's pointing fingers you know yeah. so i'm starting to see like that group going reverting back and begging for their old jobs back kind of like buyer's regret kind of thing buyer's remorse right yeah uh, so I, I, I'm yeah that trend happening i've I'm, I'm been interested yeah i've been just see how many people you see and do that because i'm not seeing that a lot Hey man, but, I, I, I yeah. am I am I am the soothsayer. Right? <laughs> what I say comes true six months later. Sure, right. When you're sure. sitting you're sitting around browsing your LinkedIn, it's like, oh shit. <laughs> Brandon was off to something. Again. I'm, I'm not chilling. I'm not chilling on LinkedIn like that, but okay. <laughs> hey man. Hey, Zuckerberg is following me. Look at him. His yeah, company is yeah. going back to profitable quarters again. As soon as he started saying this metas thing is dumb. Let me fire some people. <laughs> and now he's like ready to fight Elon. That's how much free time he has. He's like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. All you had to do is say AI, fire and fire a bunch of people like every other tech company. AI, AI, AI. It's happening. Fire, fire a bunch of people. And oh, well, things, I will give him so bad. He shed some unnecessary headcounts. You know, all those kind of influencers talking about how, how great it is to go to like cafeteria to cafeteria all day. Finally, you know, oh, I mean, he, he made the right call, but I, I, I'm starting to see at least something that we've been talking over the years. Why these tech companies, right, have just mm-hmm. over inflated their employees, you know, with amenities 
right? And no actually work got done. And look what happened, dude. They're like, hey, no more spa day Wednesdays, you know? No more sleeping pod Tuesdays. You know, how about get some work done? Uh, and it's been across the board. Like Google, do, Facebook, everyone's do, been doing it. Do, do you know one way to get employees to be more productive and do more work? Do you know like what the studies show how individual employees are more productive? What are they saying? What are they saying? They say that they're more productive at home, personally. On their own? Uh, yeah, at yeah, home, right? Yep, yeah. Yep. If if you're doing solitary work, you're more productive at home. So if you want people to not be doing the the spas and the massage chairs and eating and playing pool and all the other nonsense, the mad distractions that the campus brings you, yeah. You should you should have them at home. Yeah. This is what I say to that, man. Guy who's been around that i think productive people were always pretty productive or more productive right if you put in the situation and people who are unproductive will cheat the system even more you know how it's right? lazy people Remember, are just lazy <laughs> just 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 put to your head just imagine somebody who's super productive yeah. and then now they don't they have no longer have a two-hour commute no, that's what I'm how saying. Much, how much more productive can they be? You know what I mean? Successful um, people. Lazy, lazy people. Yeah, you're already, yeah. you're going to weigh them out because they're not going to do the job anyway. They're going to get weeded out anyway, right? Yeah. When rift time comes, when firing time comes, they'll be first to go, right? That's exactly what's happening. Uh, right now, but, the people that, but the people <laughs> that are productive are yeah. productive at home. Yeah, yeah. Man. Every month, 10,000 jobs cut from yeah. Facebook, Google. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, crazy. I don't it's know a hard time. They, I don't know where these people are going. Where are they going? What are they doing? They're going to the employment line. It's and some of them. Some of them are chilling with the service packages for a couple of months. You know, see how things go, and then they go back out there. Yeah, yeah. from what I've heard, things aren't picking up until late next year or something. Yeah, probably, probably, probably January. Yeah, January, February. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough out there. I mean, I'm talking to so many people. I'm seeing these postings and all these risks. If risk you're doing AI, startups. if you're doing AI though, you probably have a job like today. Um, That's the bubble for this year. Yeah. But every every year, there seems to be a thing to kind of yep. jump on. Uh, yeah. And I just don't see how, unless you're constantly hustling, how sustainable that can be. Uh, I mean, we we both know people like that who's always like on the cusp of the next thing, and they they make mm-hmm. it out profitable. But man, it must be tiring, constantly trying to, you know, mm-hmm. jump on the next trend. And the people who kind of stayed where they were uh, before the pandemic, I, I feel like are are benefiting and coasting the best right now uh, in, in terms of not worrying about the ups and downs of uncertainty, inflation, uh, moving, relocating to somewhere uh, that is sure. a lifelong decision, right? They're kind of around what they were used to before and, and are generally happy. I, I've been reading and I've been hearing about people who who went fully remote to a new remote company, not really considering, you know, who exactly they're working with, right? Just to, just to kind of have this situation for themselves isolated really nice but now because of the hybrid thing and all this they're 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 finally having to congregate and work with others and they're they're basically admitting you know what 
I like my friends from before. I miss them. Uh, you know, because that's a huge part of being around and working mm. with others. It's just the personalities. It's, well, it's, 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 yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it's nice to see people face to face sometimes. I'll 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 say it like that. Um, sometimes it's good to see people face to face. If you have to collaborate on something together, it's good to see people face to face. Whether that requires RTO or full time in the office or whatever, is highly debatable, right? Um, but face to face, being with people, collaborating with people is good when you need to do it. Yep. What do you think about all these Gen Zers uh, coming out of this bubble, saying that they're ready to uh, to manage? You know, skip this whole. You haven't heard about this. What? So there's there's a group of Gen Zers that are kind of coming to the workforce, and where normally you know experience knowledge gets kind of built over the years, and then you get to management position. They're kind of bypassing that and saying, you know what, I can do all this. I can start managing people. I want to work two days a week, uh, you know, 50K a year so I can travel. Well, that'd be uh, kind of dope, though. Two, two days a week, 50K a year. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> you want, you want to be all. managed by some guy, some kid who's only two days a week because that's well, just. Well, that's okay. Let's no, let's be real. Yeah. Let's just be real, be real, be real. The majority of the managers out there and you know, speaking of a manager myself, right? I I have a lot to learn too, still, yeah. right? And so I, I feel like the majority of the managers out there do not know what they're doing, right? Yeah. A lot of people get thrust into management positions, not ready for what it really means, yeah. right? For their teams and all that kind of stuff, right? So like would a Gen Z or straight out of school saying think that they can manage somebody be worse than some of the worst managers I've ever had? No. Hell no. You think they actually can add something? They might actually be better than the worst managers I've ever had. Like there's there's a lot of bad managers out there, man. A lot of really bad ones, right? Sure. So um so like so it's not so crazy for somebody to be like, man, I can do this better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Um it's it's not that crazy uh, to think that when oh, like I think there's a lot of CEOs and executives that don't know what they're doing. I've got to talk to you guys about Magic Mind. Being a podcast host is pretty demanding. You always have to stay sharp, keep your thoughts clear, and maintain a pretty high energy level to especially engage with guests. So I've always been curious, always looking to learn and share, but I must admit there are days that I, I struggle with a bit of brain fog. So my routine in the morning usually consists of waking up pretty raw and immediately moving into my morning exercises. This is how I've always tried to stay sharp and focused, but there are days, man, when I still feel like a, a lack of mental clarity and concentration. The folks at Magic Mind were kind enough to send me a couple of boxes, samples, and it really have like made a difference in my mornings. I felt it right after my workout. It's It's like a huge mental boost that carries me throughout the day. It doesn't just give me the energy boost. It also improves my focus. I feel like my conversations with guests are much sharper and I'm better able to stay aware and engaged. 
So I've been doing Magic Mind for the last week and a half now. And I notice my productivity levels are through the roof. Even after several days of use, I feel the difference. It helps me stay in a flow state. It gives me that mental energy I need to maintain my curiosity and explore all the corners of game development with my guests. So, and you know, what's even better? It's natural, vegan, as far as I can tell. It doesn't contain any sugar. There's also other ingredients that helps reduce stress and anxiety and several types of mushrooms that supports cognition and boost energy levels. Now, now I wouldn't recommend something unless I generally believe in it. I shared it with my wife and she even noticed a difference. And she mentioned to me, she haven't felt this way for a long time. She's, I've always relied on caffeine to kind of help boost up her day. But with these shots of Magic Mind, it completely transformed and helped with her daily routine. So hugely noticed the benefits. And I'm pretty sure you will too. So here's the deal. You can try Magic Mind for yourself. Get up to 56% of your subscriptions for the next 10 days with my code GAMEDEV20. That's magicmind.com forward slash unchained. That's M-A-G-I-C-M-I-N-D.com forward slash unchained, U-N-C-H-A-I-N-E-D. Use the code GAMEDEV20 for a discount. I highly recommend the 30-pack for the best value. And just try it. Once you try Magic Mind, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel the same as me, that it's just this amazing boost to help with your daily GAMEDEV endeavors. I think you need to hang out right. with these kids and see um, how they talk nowadays. It's like yeah, this zero respect. There's zero yeah. respect, man. I understand that, but like you, but you saying like, oh, all these years of experience, uh, like like most most managers don't have years of experience, right? Uh, and some of them don't even know don't even know the discipline that they're managing, right? Like they just know they just know management things, which which is valuable in its own way, right? But um, but when it comes to like the discipline of the people that you are managing, like understanding that deeply, like a lot of managers don't understand that, you know. All right, let's let's kind of dive yeah. into this a bit because this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounds like you haven't hung out with a lot of twenty year olds lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Uh, uh, but like seriously, yeah, I agree with you. Obviously, yeah. we've been through yeah. the industry. I probably have more bad managers than good ones. You know, yeah, count yeah. on a single hand. Yeah. You know, the good managers that I remember. Yeah. Obviously, training is not. We, we don't go to school. We don't go through college courses. We don't do any of the stuff that other industries require mm-hmm. to to earn the high the higher position. We kind of go by you know who do you like more and who seems yeah you bit here. You've been here a long time. Oh, you want to get paid more money? Well, to get paid more more money, you got to be a manager. So yeah, usually the loudest. And then we thrust people that are unprepared completely into it. Yeah, and then you mix that with you know the nerd complex with power. Uh, (laughs) You know they go power hungry, right? Mm -hmm. And then they use it, they abuse it more than use it correctly, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, that's all true, right? Mm-hmm. But the idea, I, 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 I welcome your, 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 your welcoming 
of new oh, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, ideas. No. Oh, no, no, don't get me wrong. It's ridiculous, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying, uh, like, is it any more ridiculous than what we're currently doing? And the answer, and the answer is probably not. I feel uh, like you're trading one grenade for another. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Here's my fear, right? To to uh, entitlement is attributed to this newer generation, right? It's just a thing where I I feel like I should come in, I should be successful, I want to travel, which is great. The you know basically putting life above First. work. Yeah. yeah, life above work. And that is admirable to kind of s- try to swing it the other way. But we've seen in, in many scenarios when you trade one from one exaggeration to another, it's never it's it's never really like better. Right. It's just one extreme for another just to kind of balance things out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the, the, the things that I'm dealing with. That I'm seeing with younger. <laughs> it, kids is that you know i can see brandon, I can see brandon cussing out the people that work for him right now. it's well, hilarious well think, well think about this right quiet quitting right that that is uh, that yeah. is a thing popular with younger but no but hold up but hold up that whole thing is dumb right why because when you go up, look at what the description of it is it's basically it's basically just doing the bare minimum yeah. And people have been mastering do the bare minimum at work for years. This isn't this isn't a Gen Z thing. Okay. It isn't. Yeah. You've been like people have been but working you give doing me the, the bare minimum. To lie to my face. <laughs> 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 to me, that is still you know commendable. Yeah. <laughs> the effort of lying and trying uh, to hide. You know, yeah. no work being done. Also, also like the it's necessary. I, I saw an article, and this goes back to what we're saying about managers, right? Yeah. If someone could quite quit, and and you don't notice, or they're still doing their job, yeah, that's a manager's fault. Like, like that's manager's fault. Like you're you're underutilizing them, or you're just like you're just not paying attention, right? Um, and, and that's bad all the way around, right? Yeah. Well, so. uh, along with this quiet and we talked about this before. I I know friends, yeah. I know people that are probably still doing this. Maybe it's less possible now that everyone's doing hybrid yeah. or, or trending towards that way. That people were balancing two salary jobs, three salary jobs. <laughs> you know, they were they were uh, yeah double dipping, right? Um, yeah. So double dipping is called working working two jobs, <laughs> working two jobs at the same time. You know, two eight hours. But in in yeah. in, in reality, what that really means is they're they're working half time per yeah. job, right? Yeah. And if if nobody's firing them, yeah, yeah, kudos to them. Yeah, cheating true. the system. And, and I, I don't I don't think working liars. working <laughs> twice as hard as you normally would is cheating anything. Yeah, but the reality if only, is, if you only had one job, he would only be working half the day, right? On the one job, right? Uh, but he's like, "Oh, what am I going to do with my other four hours? Oh, let me work this next job." And it's the same thing with people that like work a full job and then go home and do side projects. And I would like say that, right? it's okay, but overall, yeah. if we take a step back from the last yeah. two years and look at the games that were delayed, <laughs> pushed back, not sure. accomplished, basically half-assed, right? <laughs> And you yeah. look at, you know, the data just shows like, yo, <laughs> and you guys are not, you're not, you think that you're swinging it, 
right? But you're, yeah. you're falling short clearly uh, in mass. And so, like, I just the idea that you know you're you're not just lying to the employee, you're 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 lying to yourself that you're saying that you're 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 thinking that you're able to do this, right? Obviously, mm. nobody was able to do it um, for various reasons, but this did not help. You know, to work half ass, half time, mm-hmm. um, and I always admire someone that can hustle and and push it, and, and like you said, yeah, I agree. You know, if the manager doesn't see the ruse uh it is yeah. the manager's fault the company's fault but at the end what is the what is the net you know cost of of us basically in my opinion kind of destroying me and you right we're on the good side of this right obviously um but what people are doing and have been doing and what these projects delay and it, what we're seeing is investors once again uh all the money's drying up uh for for good projects for good people yeah. uh, because of all these bad practices again right and it'll take another two years three years to ah, forget like i'm starting to see that that's where, not why the, that's not why the vc money and the money's drying up eh like the money the money is drying up because the, sure economy interest rates Dudes right. are like, hey, money is not growing on trees anymore. So I have to hoard my money. I have to cut expenses. And so, like, I'm not going to just let's just be real. Investing in a video game is crazy town, right? Basically it is crazy. You, you are taking a huge risk because it's a creative thing that can completely flop. Right. You have to believe in the team that's building. You got to believe in the people that, that's building it. And you could still lose everything right and so when money's free it's much easier to just be like placing multiple bets like it like is like money's free yeah but then money dries up then 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 you have to be a little bit more picky and and really get to like like who who do i think out of these 40 people that want money from me who's really going to make it you know what i mean um that's really what it is it's it, like it has nothing to do with working from home, people slacking off or whatever, right? Um, there's been good games that have come out. You know, Diablo Diablo Four. I'm playing it right now. It's a pretty damn good game. Uh, was that was probably made mostly with people. Um, it is, and especially with all the foolishness that's been going on with Blizzard, right? Yeah. Um, right, like you know, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, good a good game. Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate well. Three, Baldur's yeah. Gate Three just came out. Seems like it's a good game. That game looks massive, right? Um, like, you know, and, and the thing is, there's going to be games that are going to be late. There's going to, there's teams that weren't ready for, for COVID and that definitely did impact people's timelines and things like that. But at the end of the day, you just have, you have to deliver a good product. Right. And, and that will see you through more, more times, you know, um, that's really what it is. I think so. it's definitely some of that for sure. Yeah. The ebbs and flow. I mean, they've said many times that the game industry is recession-proof. It is growing, have always been growing, projected to be growing uh, yeah. in the next five, ten years. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's getting stronger. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of people how, you know, making a game isn't just about making the game anymore. It's like IP branding to movie, entertainment, TV series being critically acclaimed. Yeah, it's basically every project can be have a Star Wars impact, you know, with yeah. merchandising now. Because you have to um, be able to extract 
the money from multiple different sources. You exactly. Know? So, yeah. I mean, that, that I, I feel, yes, those, that money where it's not so familiar with industry not as, you know, uh, who are as, who are more fresh. Right. But those who are familiar are still parking their money in the game industry because they know like, Hey dude, you put it in the right places. This it's going to happen. It's going to mm-hmm. go off. I'm talking about those VC guys who you come across and their bio is pretty much like if you i don't fuck with games it's like if you i fucking hate games you guys suck you know it it is is the voicing of a guy who got burnt by a bunch of snakes (laughs) that we both know uh, from bad practice bad managers just bad promises um yeah well you have to you have to bet on a team that knows what they're doing you know And you have to vet that and, and like go like do you do you think these guys are gonna be able to do it or will they be able to build a team? Will they waste my money? Is this idea any good? Is this idea unique? You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of different things you have to think about. Um, and especially when you're like in the, especially in the VC realm, like game industry growing is one thing, but like if you're out there looking for money, somebody else spend their money on you. Yeah. Uh now couldn't be a worse time. Yeah. Yeah. That and don't buy a car or house. <laughs> well, you could buy all those things, just buy them cash. Yeah, just buy it straight <laughs> cash. You can't get loans anywhere. Uh, we'll say, man, I'm seeing more and more Teslas. It's like every other car now in Orange County. <laughs> it's so much. That and the Rubion. Every, every, t- every time we do this, we talk about what you're experiencing at Orange County. And it's hundred percent, and it's hundred percent not what is happening in the rest of the world. Like, this, this, is, what the rest of the this is what I'm seeing now, man. Yeah, we're 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 the trendsetters, right, for the rest of California, <laughs> right? And I'm seeing like a Tesla every other car, right? Yeah. In my neighborhood, I th- I talked about this that stupid Rivian truck, right, which yeah. I feel is going to get bankrupt sooner <laughs> than later. Uh, yep. and then I'm seeing Range Rovers just trending again. It's like Range Rovers everywhere. It's like, does everyone actually, have, actually, actually have the new ones look the new ones look really nice? Everyone has <laughs> that's the oh, thing. It's, like, it's, it's that really and, nice. and Tesla's. It's like, what is going yeah. on? Where's this yeah. money that everyone's just having <laughs> to buy all these ridiculous cars? Uh, uh they were buying them during the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. something's going on. Yeah, like yeah. some kind of like package that I didn't sign up for. Yeah. Uh, but um, I mean, it seems like everyone's good over here. <laughs> There's no inflation over here. Everyone's fine. Um, Actually, Tesla, Tesla car prices have gone down. They've done discounts on the car. They've done prices. a lot of discounts. Yeah. So yeah. that definitely helped. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're still expensive. We're talking about like 40, 50K base, base model. <laughs> it's like, it's not, you, you, people are acting as if. It was crazy. I was driving, like, my cousin has one. I was driving with them. Yeah. And this lady stopped and was like, hey, you know, because I was in Toronto and uh, unlike Orange County, Teslas are very hard to find in Toronto, actually. Like they're not every other car, oh, really? uh, not at all. Right. And so some lady stopped him and asked him, like, how much was yeah. the car, you know? And he's like, oh, it wasn't that expensive. It was only 60K. And is <laughs> and I yeah and I was I was laughing so hard and he was yeah. like what like like he was he was genuinely perplexed and I was like I was like bro you just said sixty thousand dollar car wasn't that expensive yeah 
you are out of touch. You're out yeah, of touch yeah, with what's yeah, going on. Yeah, like, wait, a sixty dollar car is super expensive. It's a luxury car. Right? Like, like, <laughs> it is it, not a cheap car. Yeah, it's not a hundred k. Sure, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but sixty thousand dollar car is an expensive car. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, everyone's driving around like, as if it's just uh, like a my, Honda Civic. <laughs> I bought my current car for one third. Yeah, uh, yeah, that price, right? Same so, here, dude. I bought yeah. my Pilot <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, like thirty-two or something. Yeah. And I was like, man, that is that's super expensive. <laughs> and now everyone's rolling double that uh, during yeah. inflation, supposedly. I, which is great. I guess everyone's doing fine. Uh, yeah. Happy for them, you know, one of those. <laughs> uh, but overall the what i'm seeing right now happening in the game industry is that there's a lot of there was a lot of money flowing bcs are, are closing shops you know uh for reasons that you said for reasons that i think as well um people who were uh, who left in a in a skippy right during the pandemic you know change of lifestyle mm-hmm. uh are, are i'm starting to see a trend of returning to more safe houses it's probably because of the inflation and uncertainty right sure so, you know what yeah. blizzard's still there right still there let's go back mm-hmm. to these companies that kind of been through these storms right mm-hmm. uh and uh i'm telling you i'm, I'm looking because you know because of what we do as my, at my company i'm looking at these demos uh from these newer ones and yeah, you know, the, the the same yeah, problems yeah, they always been. It's like super you're like this, you're like, this is trash. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like this is, this is exactly man. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> it's the same oh, thing. No one has figured out. Like, I think it's for the same reasons we always said. You know, the yeah. technology has gotten greater. Fidelity is is more accessible. <laughs> Ambitions have gone higher, and oh, yeah. uh, and oh, so yeah. f- for those reasons. You know, uh, it's to me, it seems a lot harder to make games nowadays, It that which it's hard to believe. Right. Because you think lesser people, more experienced people, easier tools means we, we're seeing these indie companies, indie crowds are making it. But because I feel it's a mixture of super senior who's been kind of uh, sheltered. Right, it's the best way I can describe it. In like these cushy jobs for a long time, going out and about trying to do this thing that, you know, is basically at the core grinding, right? Uh, without the safety net, uh, they're not knowing how to deal with that. You know, to take mm-hmm. risks. They don't. They have to take risks to do something new. They don't want to take risks, right? And so, yeah, well, yeah, well, especially if you have somebody else's money, right? Yeah, exactly. Because because they're all like, "Hey, what are you gonna do? What's your social?" We'll spend five, as- ten aspect. years on this project. Oh, wait, yeah. you don't have that funding? I mean, what's going on? Don't you want yeah. <laughs> a Blizzard no. S type of IP? No, uh, what so can you make I'm, in three years? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're starting to see the realities of limitations, you know, yeah. that they weren't used to, and. I was like, honestly, I also, yeah. I think that's really good though. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's I, yeah, really good. I think that's great. I, to try that's the way it should be. Yeah. To go out of the world, uh, try to make your own thing, experience what that's like, run your own company. There's a lot of valuable skills you get from that. Yeah. 
and like you know there's there's people yeah there's people i i work with now that like had their own companies and and exited or didn't exit or failed or whatever and and now they work at at a at a big company because they're like yeah i did that i learned some things from it and now let me bring that loss here right and it's a little bit more safer um and i have kids and you know, they got to go to college and all this kind of stuff. Right. Like, so, so you know, you see, it's, it's good to, to get that experience to, to go out there. Right. Um, and yeah, during the pandemic, and also like I already said, during the pandemic, I thought a lot of people thought about mortality and, and now's the time, you know what I mean? To, to try to do something. So, yeah. yeah. Well, now is like, never mind. Is <laughs> <laughs> what we're going through right now. <laughs> it's my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come crawling back. Uh, which I, I think is great. Uh, like you said, overall to have more experienced people to kind of come back into the workforce and introduce what they've learned mm-hmm. and, and be motivated again, or, or at the very least be thankful, you know, to contribute into a bigger but, company. And also, and also on the topic of like these kids these days don't want to work and all this kind of stuff. You know who wants to work? People that had their own company. Those those fools, those fools worked their asses off, right? Yeah. So so you know that they they're about that grind, right? So, so this is what I'm saying. All right. I know you're <laughs> kind of like having this hopeful uh, opinion of the these youngins showing showing something that we haven't been able to crack, right? I, like I have I have no hopeful opinions, but I'm just not so down on it, I guess. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're saying that potentially they could be good managers. Maybe they have something to show. No, I was uh, saying I was saying it can't be any worse than some of the bad ones we have okay. out there. So let, let me let me tell you. Let me yeah. ask you this, right? So we're in an industry that constantly needs to innovate, right? Every every two five years, something needs to happen to push the industry forward. We're a technology industry, right? If these young kids are not wanting to grind basically learn you know the skills necessary and 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 bring that into the workplace and and, and mm. go through the motion of like working well with others but instead it's like you know what i know i'm hey hey ray i know technically i'm a associate engineer but i feel like i can manage you and the rest of your team, <laughs> you know, like this is kind of conversation. Get used to this conversation, right? This is gonna happen. I, I've I've never heard this conversation hey, in this, my life. But this this is the attitude, dude. Of, you know what? Of entitlement okay. that's happening. No, but you know it's so weird, right? We you talk about you're talking about the entitled Gen Zers, all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And then me, in my case, I I know a lot of Gen Zers that are they're anxious all the time. And they're afraid all the time and and everything is is like a big production and really worries them to the point where they're like, oh, man, I can't even work today. Like I I, I see a lot of those cases where people are just so overcome with anxiety um, they that they just, you know, yeah, yeah, they have, yeah, they have to take a day off and well, just like, like, yeah, anything in the workplace could trigger it. Like there's some cases where you're like, hey, I want to promote you. And that could trigger anxiety because it's like, oh, I'm not good enough, right? A lot of imposter syndrome and, and things like this, right? That's what I see more so in the youngsters. And you know, I I teach kids, I teach high school and college kids like every week, yeah. right? And it, I see so much imposter syndrome in these kids a lot, right? And I and I, and then I people that I work with 
um, younger people that I work with that are like lower, lower level, like fresh out of school or early on in their career. Super dope, super good. Anxiety, thinking they're trash and, and like having other anxiety issues uh, impacting their, their job. Right. I see that way more than overconfidence. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I hang out with cool, right? cooler, cooler kids. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're Ooh. hanging out with kids with yeah. humility, right, which is great. Yeah. But what yeah. I do see, I think we're kind of part of we're putting, putting together part of the, the same puzzle here. You're seeing both mm. extremes. Right. Sure. So the, yeah. the confident kids, quote unquote, feel like they can run the place. And the people who are who are qualified are just socially uh, awkward. Right. Yeah. Where, I, I think, where I, think our, I think our lives, our lives have always been online. I've have um, have changed. It's changed how, how the people communicate. Yeah. I, I find a lot of like, like I'm like, did I used to mumble like this when I was young? No, seriously. And I would like, I, I look at all my friends. Stuff or, or just I, yeah, you know, I just look at all my friends. I just look at like, all my friends around me when we were in high school. Did we mumble? No, we were loud as hell, always talking. Right. Like, like, you know, like, and I just like, why is so many of y'all mumbling and can't, can't communicate? Because yeah. they don't talk. They don't, they don't talk. talk on a phone anymore. Just they just text. Right. So, like, I, I think social media in a lot of these has like, has a role in a lot yeah, of this. Strong. Like, how, how has changed the culture a bit? I, I, I feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I never, I've, I've never experienced, I, I know some confident young folk, but, uh, but they're not that confident to be like, I, well, I can be a manager. This is where the, this is where <laughs> I'm seeing it. It's like, yeah. you go on YouTube, right? It's the number one social media, in sure. a way, right? TikTok, whatever. Sure. Right. Sure. And everybody seems to know how to, uh, have some knowledge that they can teach. Everyone's a teacher online, right? Everything, uh, everyone know is, is, is a professional and super qualified uh, to, to teach that's something. That's the, that's the influencer game, right? Yeah, but, but that's if, the, And if you're seeing the video, no, if you're seeing the video, that's an influencer that has a, a good number of followers, right? right? Right. Every influencer is following the same pattern, right? Because you gain your following and you can only get so much money off of the ad revenue. Right. Now, oh, what's a really low effort way of getting passive income? I started selling my courses. Your course is no different than the next man's course, but who cares, right? Right, right. Because you have your following and and now you're teaching things and that's an easy way of making passive income. But this is what you don't do it. You don't have to do anything. When we were growing up, right? You're older than me. When you were growing up, when I was growing up, we idolized very profound people that didn't that did have authority right and and didn't just have a presence online basically yeah yeah but but what i'm saying is that these kids are idolizing the influencers they look at influencers as a way to live life it seems fantastic little Mm -hmm. do they know you know the actual work is being, you know, it's it's being run it's like an work. actual business. Yeah, there's a lot it's of work. work. There's a lot of yeah. people. It, it's a business, right? Mm-hmm. But what they see is just access and you know the easy part of it, right? Because you know the idea of me filming myself with one camera, a webcam in most cases, and just talking to it, and now they're living the life. You know, uh, mm-hmm. riding in private jets, they're traveling around the world. It's like I want that, you know, and and yeah. and have the freedom to do everything. They don't see what's going on. 
So mm-hmm. they bring this into the workplace, the confident ones that feel like, hey, you know, I have somewhat of a following. I have people that listen to me. Maybe you should listen to me, you know? So that there's that angle. And then the other ones, like you said, are who, who are watching this, who aren't exactly trying to build that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, they rely on their skills and they see like, hey, I'm not that. I'm not the person speaking in front of a mic with authority. You know, I'm, I'm just a person mm-hmm. watching. So I can't I can't do that. You know, I can't lead or be in a position to to lead or, or be someone of of influence or, or someone inspirational because I see yeah. what that looks like. And I don't have that. Ray. I'm sorry. Uh, so those are the two economy. And that's mm-hmm. the exaggerated where I see it. Because I hang out with really cool people, right? And then you, <laughs> where you see it on the other side, where they're hiding, you know, behind cameras and shit, right? Uh, <laughs> but like nothing in between. Like I haven't really mm-hmm. seen, you know, in the younger crowd, someone like you, someone like myself, right? I kind of been seeing that side or the other side, yeah. where like, I- hey, you're telling me basically. That you know everything that comes to 3D modeling and you've had what two two years of experience? <laughs> like hold, hold on. I don't I'd be I, yeah, I'd be surprised if there is some like I think that's like I I I no, I've definitely interviewed somebody. Um yeah. I, I won't say where or when it was. I definitely interviewed somebody and he was straight up, he came into the interview thinking yeah. he thinking he was the hottest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. Right. And um and he was like, "How long is this going to take?" I've interviewed. I have an interview with Google like a little bit later, oh. right? Like straight up like that. And yeah, man, you interview and, engineers in the Bay Area, man. You must encounter uh, these guys all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, this was the this was one experience with that, and I was just like, I was like, all right, I'm I'm going to just crucify this kid. Yeah. Right. It, you know, and that's and that's what happened. Right. Um, and, and of course, didn't he didn't get no offer and he was not interested in our role at all. So I don't even know why he was even the interview. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah. But it was just like I, I experienced that once. But that gen- like I, I remember that story. and I talk about that story because it is a crazy outlier. Like it's yeah. not something that I, I've seen happen, happen a lot. Um, happening more all. more, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm. I would love to. I would love to I'm see some kid roll it up to Brad and be like, "I'm a better 3D modeler than you." <laughs> yeah, I would love that on the front lines, dude. On the front lines, <laughs> I'm on the. Front I, w- lines I went to. I'm this I went to the art institute. I'm a better 3D modeler. <laughs> it's not even that. It's like I've seen many YouTubers. Yeah. You know, I yeah. They don't even well, go to school I, anymore. I'm like, gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with you though on, on that front. Yeah, you can learn a lot. Off of, of, off of YouTube, there's so and much you access could, now. And you could learn a lot without going to school, just off of YouTube. Yes, um, I've seen it. You know, my own my own family. You know, of course, um, course. learn so much, so much off off of YouTube. Not saying like, and then you have to practice the craft, and you have to like put in the effort, and you have to do all of the work involved, right? You still have to do all that stuff. Hey, I, I am. Um, I've always been yeah. a. a, a championing the self-taught because i've seen those guys throughout my career and they are always above the cut uh, Mm -hmm. in in the workforce they just have this mentality and discipline to always Mm -hmm. learn and always look at like the best technique the best things possible what the 
the difference I'm seeing now with kids who have way more access than before is that kind of what you said, the, the social part of it, awful, just completely awful. Um, and personality, at least with artists is like 50, 51% of the job, in my opinion. So if I can't sit next to you, I can't talk to you. I don't care how good you are at modeling and ZBrush like, or, or substance or whatever. Like mm. I don't want to talk to you. And then the, 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 you know, there's so much more than just, you know, the particular software and making things look pretty, right. Into making a game mm-hmm. shippable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only thing you can learn on the job. The problem yeah. now is that since a lot of the jobs are remote, you don't have that experience, firsthand experience. Um, there's, there's littler patience to, to train a junior uh, uh, to to kind of handhold and mentor uh, someone uh, on a Zoom call, all right, versus walking by a desk and like, hey, let me show you something, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this huge gap that basically people are looking for mid level and up, right? They're not looking for junior associate. It's just it's just too. It slows down the pipeline, right? I don't have time for that. Who who wants to sit in a Zoom call to do that? Uh, as a senior, like you don't well, want to do that. You have to. Okay, first, like Zoom call or not, who cares, right? Um, there's ways of not making it a Zoom call, and you should invest in those things. Um, but what we, especially at a senior level, um, I believe is our duty. Yeah. Right to to teach the youth. Right. Otherwise, especially the stuff that I do, um, it's a dying art. Like it's, it's dying, like literally like the people, not necessarily literally, but it's dying off. The people that know how to do these things yeah. are all work at Unity or, or at Epic. Yeah. Right. Um, And, and that's it. And then game companies are looking for those people and can't find those people can't support their custom engines and then use Unity and Epic. Yeah. Yeah. And then new people come into those studios and just use Unity and Epic. I have no understanding of how these things work under the hood, right? It's yeah. it's legit a dying art, and so we it's up to us to to teach the youth, yeah, the ways, you know. And it's always that, and it's always that. And teaching, especially in a company in a for profit business that has deadlines and all that kind of stuff, is going to make you slower, always, yeah. Yeah. right? And so you just have to know that and say what what's the benefit the benefit is you're growing internally you're growing people that will one day become seniors so when your seniors die off you have seniors right behind them to fill their space you have succession plans like you have to have all this stuff in order right you have you have to hire juniors to yeah. to build them into seniors right because you cannot just if you want to hire a senior off the street super expensive etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. The senior has four other options. They might not choose your your company because they have other options. But a junior that grew up that you molded, whatever, uh, could be potentially loyal to you or they could go off and do something else. But you've you've added good into the overall system. Right. It's super important. Like, I I feel really strongly about that. And, and people, um, you know, I've talked with people before. They're like they said the same thing. Ah, oh, man, I don't got no time. Right. Um, and you legit just have to make the time. Yeah. You know, period, what, Gen Z period. Call you an old timer. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, well, you see the you see you see I'll, that's what I'll call myself. You see the you don't you you not see the grays in in the hair, I see right? Like, like I've been around. Yeah, I've been around for a while. And like straight up, straight up, like this is a young man's game. This ain't for old people out here. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is the right? danger. Yeah. Although I know you 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 are a dying breed that yeah. sees the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and you're hearing this. Most people don't have. The remote way of doing things comes with it of me first mentality uh, versus team first or company first, right? Well, think yeah, about it this course. way. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. there you go. You, right? Oh, it, hold I'm, on. Stop. No, stop. 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 Whoa, stop. Whoa, whoa, stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you team first, company first, are you crazy? Well, why? Me, here. Why? Well, why should that ever this, be? Let me, why should that ever be in your brain? Right? Like you have to. Uh, first of all. We, me as an old timer, I've learned that this yeah. is not the way to be doing things ever. There's a balance. There's a balance though. Here, let me right? finish this point. Let me finish my point. Yeah, yeah. If the company can't thrive and survive, if the if the knowledge isn't being passed and and and, and to train up the younger fellows mm-hmm. or, or females, right? Uh, to kind of grow up in these roles that they'll replace right and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a cycle that needs to happen but because these remote jobs the mentality behind that movement is life over work balance right right it's mm-hmm. not life work balance it's life over work balance and anytime yes. you 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 make that happen right you emphasize yeah. Right, me clocking in, clocking out, and I'm out of here. But hold on, Ray. Why don't you help, you know, John here, who's new you to should, industry? You you help John during your work hours. If if you don't help John outside your work hours, you'll help John during your work hours. Yeah, but, and but if that but, takes if that takes three hours out of your seven hours, yes, things go yeah, slower. See, things see, that's things that's take longer. Your your capacity. Honest- your, your capacity honest, is reduced. You're an honest. 40 That's how hour, this works. You're an honest forty-hour work <laughs> guy, which is rare, dude. You're like look, a look, unicorn. Look, look. No, you're no, a look, unicorn. Look. Most no, people look, look. are are three to four hours max a day. No, 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 no. Come on, man. You know some days, true. some days you, you some days you go to work five hours. Yeah. Some days you're gonna work twenty. Some days you're gonna work eight. Right. That's you, dude. You know, you're gonna get your job done. That's it. That's the only thing that I'm matters. Telling, so that's the only I'm, thing. That's the only thing you get I'm measured by you right now is right. the work you do. You what they right. call a professional, and it's a dying breed. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> People who get shit done are, yeah. are thriving in this time. People who've always gotten shit done are getting shit done. There's no argument yeah. to that, right? Yeah. They're actually doing better, right? Yeah. Uh, and they're being valued. Or in, in a lot of cases, I maybe not being yeah. valued enough. The people who are getting lazier, which is newsflash, the majority, right? It's always the majority. (laughs) They are doing the bare minimum, man. They're doing the bare minimum. And they're all about, hey, man, I can't wait to go on that boat trip this weekend. I already Uh, I already told you. I already told you. One, one. If bare minimum is happening and the managers not noticing the jobs not getting done, that's a problem. Well, because most managers suck. We already we already accomplished this. (laughs) Two, yeah. Life is more important than work. Of course. The boat, the boat trip on the weekend is more important than your job. However, 
that job is paying for you to go on that boat. Right. right. So, so you just got to make sure that the check is coming. Right. right. The That's check saying, has to come. Right. Hey, man, you're an engineer. I'm never. Let's never math. Let's never sacrifice. Math <laughs> never sacrifice yourself. But I'm just saying, let's look at the math. Job. Right. Never do that. How yeah. is this going to be sustainable as a company that requires, you know, high performers uh, <laughs> and, and, and new fresh blood to kind of carry the torch? Yeah. Right now, I think that's the biggest crisis in this era where yeah, high performers think... are on their way out, right? You guys are, you're tiring, right? The, the ways are being forgotten. Like, I feel like the ways of the office, you know, office is like an ancient relic, right? That That's fast becoming. There's certain things that we have to let go of. Right. Okay. And, but I and, just don't know talk, if there's going to be people in place to kind of help this transition. That's what I'm worried. Yeah. About. I well, feel like maybe there's, there's a huge gap. Yeah. There's a huge yeah. gap where people who know how to function have their mm-hmm. work life balance in check are yeah. leaving. We have this new generation of minimum work as possible, quiet quitting, whatever, and not getting the mentorship because, you know, the mentors are, are not giving their time, right, to kind of give the knowledge. And there's going to be, I feel like the, you know, the, the, the industry can only go bad. Um, this, this if, sounds like, if, this sounds like all sorts of bad management up and down. Every well, we just covered like, the yeah, game yeah, industry yeah. has bad managers <laughs> up and, and down. No, and, 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 and the thing, and it, and we're also talking about the game industry where, where we always talk about, you know, oh, work-life balance sure. and like don't crunch and crunch is bad and yeah. all of these things, right? And and then we then now we're talking about quiet quitting. Well, like, this is what I mean. Uh, we gotta we're make from no crunching to you know, not showing up. Nah, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. man, I'm telling you, we gotta, dude, make, we gotta make up our minds. Which one is it, right? Is it right now? I crunch, feel like should have good quality of life, or do we want? Do we want dudes just like the work is my only thing and and I want to do the only thing is do this work. And then when the bosses decide that you are no longer valuable, they just chop you at a moment's notice and throw you out in the street. Like, like which one is it? You know, you have to make the, fair, the fair shake is yeah. 40 hours a week. Yes. You know, it's an yeah. old industrial age thinking, right? You have to do 40 hours. But in some cases, you know, if mm-hmm. you want to do cool things it takes time right there's no secret sauce to that i mean if yeah. you want to do cool things it takes time well especially no especially time especially games you have to you have to iterate right that's, iterate, that's really what you gotta conversate, do conversate yeah, be around yeah. each other yeah, figure yeah, it yeah. out right yep. and i just feel like there's so much to that equation that's starting to disappear right uh, for whatever reasons, let's just say for whatever, good or bad, right? It's disappearing. Um, either the the youngins don't want to do it, the oldies are leaving. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, managers are still bad, right? I, I, if anything worse, right? If it's remote, like if you were a bad manager on site, I'm sorry, man, you're gonna be a worser manager off site, which oh. is what I've seen. Yeah, like 100%. over yeah, 100%. like shadowing, you know, hovering mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. using Zoom in the worst ways, right? To mm-hmm. kind of progress check people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I see more of this trend happening. Uh, and then I see the crops of 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 students and, and newcomers coming in. I'm like, man, this is 
getting worse. You know, this is getting mm -hmm. worse. Uh, and and in a lot of ways, yes, they can introduce forward-thinking way or alternate perspectives that can be refreshing. But in most ways, in my opinion, they're repeating mistakes, right? Simply because me and you have created all the mistakes possible at this point to making a game, all right? I mean, how many rocks have we left unturned at this point <laughs> at making terrible games, you know what I mean? There's, there's probably we, a few left. There's probably we, a few yeah, left. <laughs> between me and you, we've made a lot of bad games <laughs> in the worst ways around the worst people, right? So these uh, new guys are not going to discover anything quite new right they're just gonna rediscover things that we've solved in some way or another but mm. now we're not having the the ability to be around to tell them like hey you you don't want to do that mm. um I will, so, I will say i will say like on this note of young people and like overwhelming confidence um like i do experience some of that with with the kids i teach right oh, it, the it, truth it, is coming yeah. out no 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 like like remembering <laughs> No, no, no. Definitely anxiety is definitely the overwhelming yeah. thing, Ironic. right? Yeah. Um, but like, but what I do experience, um, and that's part of my role of of what, what I do with these kids is uh you know, for example, one just one project that they're working on, they're like, we're gonna use Game Maker. And I'm like, why? No, right? Um, because you have me and there's other people, your mentors, a lot of these people are gonna know how to help you out, not in Game Maker. Yeah. Because yeah. they have they have no idea how to use Game Maker, right? Yeah. They're like yeah, students like I know Game Maker. Yeah, of course. It's all good. I got this, right? <laughs> I'm like, word, okay. Like, you know, I'll trust you, right? Do your thing. Then they come back and they show something that's functioning in Game Maker, yeah. but they're like, we're hitting some roadblocks, you know, It's and we really don't know how to get through them. And we can't really get any help because nobody knows Game Maker. Oh, shocking. Shocking. Yeah. The thing I told you six weeks ago turns out to be true. Yeah. And, and then they're like, so with two weeks left, we're going to switch engines to Unity. Of course. And they have it working on the screen, by the way. You have it partially working on the screen in game maker hey, bruh i i was like i was like what are you talking about Dude, right switching engines mid development it's the best thing ever what are you talking about <laughs> like that's what i'm saying dude yeah yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but but here's the thing i'm there yeah to give them some guidance on this and be like no 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 like like at least at least for this deadline that you have coming up yeah. it's going to stay where it's at right and then maybe if you want in the future, yeah. after this deadline to switch engines going right on ahead, you ain't doing that now. No way. Right. And here's all the reasons why that's a bad idea. And it's always been a bad idea. And every project that has ever done that is a bad idea. Right. Oh, like, you know, it's just a bad idea. Don't do yeah. it. Right. Yeah. And so you're there to give them guidance. Right. In, in their moments of extreme confidence. Right. Or, or, so, or sometimes they might not even be confident about it, but they're just like naive. Yeah. yeah, we got to do it. They just don't know any better. You know what I mean? But that's always um, been the case. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That yeah. that exchange of experience that is being devalued by the newer kids because they feel like, <laughs> well, it seems like you guys work your ass off for nothing and you're still trying to retire at 65. I don't want to do that. That's obviously wrong. They're throwing, yeah. what do they call it? The the, the baby with the bathwater. Like, mm -hmm. So they like nothing works. 
right? Which is not true. Yeah. You know, nothing is black and white like that. That's that's true. But yeah. at the same time, too, it's like young folks do have might have some new some new ideas to bring to sure. their own. But you can't. You gotta. That, you yeah. know, that's where conversations have to happen. And For guess sure. what? You know, yeah. this guy is on his way out, and like, fuck you guys. <laughs> You know, I've been burnt, you know, I've been bruised, you know, I'm damaged. Uh, I'm ready to go. Uh, good luck, you know, especially with all these catty attitude. Uh, you know, who, who, who wants to help that? I mean, that that is the worst type to want to help, right? I mean, how many cocky kids in generations of human history that <laughs> that actually, you know, it, it, the Dalai Lama is the only one that actually, you know what? <laughs> Let me give just, you some of my time. I'll just say this. I cannot imagine Brandon as a kid was not cocky. I'm sorry. I just can't imagine it. I that's why I'm speaking I, from I experience. I know how terrible I was. You know what I mean? And these kids are are, are scaring me, right? Yeah. What does that say? I barely got a career, right? Like these kids have no chance. These kids have no chance. I was terrible. You know, I was like a a, a, a youthful warrior trying to like change everything at this well-established company right you know, I, I, time. I, I definitely know i definitely i've went into situations when i was earlier in the industry and said some crazy shit wow wild shit right like it happens you know what i mean and then there's somebody there to be like yo sit down yeah just be quiet right well, this, this <laughs> is happening in in different circumstances it's happening yeah. over a zoom call a, a discord message a slack you know it's just not the same to me time's changed yeah event. time's changed you know yeah, yeah. With 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 what you said before, we have talent accessible at a global scale, right? At a click of a button. Mm-hmm. How much time are you going to give this little dweeb, right? When you know a candidate just applied with the same exact job. This is what I'm saying. Like, how much patience are you going to have to sit through and Every, like, hey, let's let's work this out. Every Rather time we than, talk, every time we talk, I'm like, man, I don't want to work for Brandon at all, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, this man is hard. Well, I'm painting you a reality <laughs> that most people are experiencing right now, right? Yeah. Accessibility is great, but it comes at a cost. How much yeah. patient are you gonna have to train someone up in the old ways, right? Yeah. When you can just, it, it's like, it's it's like, it's like when online dating became popular. I, I can just date someone else right now <laughs> just really quickly i can just you know i can just click on the next profile i don't have to sit with you wow. on, the, on this call and then listen to you wow it's gotten to that point man this is the reality like people are having choices especially now that it's a buyer's market this is the reality you have to people are expecting the minimum which is do your job 40 hours a week, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, I feel like you're going to have a hard time, you know, landing back in reality. I mean, that's just how it is. Because the people who are uh, hiring for jobs, the, the people who are giving jobs out are cut from the same cloth. We're, we're the oldies here, right? Mm-hmm. And we have our old way of thinking. It's like, hey, don't fuck with me. <laughs> right? I, I just I just want work to get done, bro. That's it. But like, that's, we're getting, that's what, exactly. We're and I'm, saying, uh, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. This new generation aren't getting it done. And what's worse is they're complaining 
how exhausted they have anxiety. They reaching anxiety heights quicker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yo, just just fix the collision. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, what are so you doing? I, I also just think of like on the anxiety topic. I would say like there, there definitely was, you know, yeah. What we did, somebody, somebody I know said something. Oh, like I was like, what did we do? back in the day because i didn't hear about all this anxiety stuff all the time when we were when we were young yeah i don't remember that yeah well my my friend was like oh we just we just drank a lot (laughs) (laughs) what what right so (laughs) no no, there's something to that for for real i know you're saying it's a joke but there's something about being around your peers laughing about it you know kind of relishing in each other's experience and pain that helps like a a common comrade right yeah but what we're seeing is like these kids are in isolation mm-hmm. and they feel alone and they feel like they're the only one going through it. Everyone seems to be mm-hmm. doing fine and uh, they're less inclined to share because there's a there's a it's embarrassing, quote unquote. Right. And in their well, own reason, well, they, well don't that's the, to, they don't have to relate to another human being. Right. Yeah. Like, the, well, that's that's the part where, again, where the management comes in. Right. You have to make space and then make it a place where like, hey, you're not performing right now. Yeah. I'm not seeing the shit I need to see from you. Yeah. N- not motherfucker. Get back to work. It's no, 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 no. what's going on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, is... how are we here? Um, yeah. Well, after the uh, second uh, performance improvement program that you implement. Right. <laughs> I mean, at some I mean, this point, is, you're gonna this reach is long, a limit. <laughs> no, this is long before it plans, right? Like, I mean, this is this is the first thing you do. What's going on with you? What's going on in your life? Like, what's happening? Tell me, and let's see what we could do, right? Yeah. And then, if that continues, then like performance improvement plan and all that, right? That's that's a different thing. Um, but like, I mean, you just got to start with the basics, like like what's going on, right? Because some people just need to know that you care. And then and then things will turn around, and sometimes it won't, and then you have to then act on it. You know, most time, most times it won't, <laughs> <laughs> because there's uh, that sneaky entitlement in the background that's yeah. happening. Is like, well, everyone else is wrong. Obviously, <laughs> I'm right because I'm cool. I'm awesome, right? There's this narrative where I'm the hero of this story, right? <laughs> you're yeah. just you're just a side character. I was like, hold on, I'm your boss. <laughs> yeah. It's like. I'm I'm just seeing all sites of foolishness, man. And it this is trending. Right? I'm seeing this with a very defined age group. And it's not even that young. I'm talking about like mm. low 30s and below. Like it's mm. not just 20s. It's just mm. this thinking for this block of people. Yeah. Uh the pandemic definitely changed a few things. Uh and the remote thing. Mm-hmm. accelerated very isolating personalities um mm-hmm. i i hope things change man i, I really do f- oh, i've always been a proponent i know it's difficult to kind of separate the high performers and let them keep doing what they're doing but also the mass that are lazy who don't know what they're doing they need to be back in the office, man. I know it's like <laughs> the office wasn't a great place, but at least mm-hmm. it like it solved a lot of these unsolvable problems right now over Zoom. I just feel yeah. like these these people who are not good 
being isolated are 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 not going to find a solution uh, yeah. because you know there's a solution to isolation is congregation right it's, you just got to be around yeah. people you just uh, gotta you gotta yeah. figure out you gotta figure out ways to do both you gotta figure out ways to, to to bring people in when you need to train them when you need to talk to them in person face to face when you need to yeah and then times where you're like okay go back go back to the farm billy yeah, yeah. And, and, and get to work you know what i mean like yeah. you just have to manage those things and i think that costs more money i think that's more expensive it costs more time yeah. it slows things down right this, but yeah. but but it is definitely pro worker i think everything needs to the interview process involves some type of crossfit training <laughs> to see who can See, Last. see, no, but see, hold on, hold on. See, you are not an engineer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've been doing that for years, for decades, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so the, the infamous whiteboarding um, yeah. interviews, right, for engineers are brutal, yeah. right? And it came to a point where people are like, this is useless. We shouldn't be doing this anymore, right? And then some old guard is like, oh, we're letting anybody come up in here and work now, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you can't reverse a string of linked list from memory anymore, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Anyway, but <laughs> well, I, I, I I'm, I'm interested to see how this unfold. I, I thought by now we'll yeah. kind of have like a full measure, but the more I read articles, because now they're they're starting to have the full data. I think they're finally like seeing yeah. the the impact of all these decisions and how these companies are are figuring out and 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 basically analyzing this new this 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 COVID pandemic workforce that's coming in mm. um and dude i was at in, in and out right it's like 20 dollars an hour now right i was like oh that's pretty good 20 dollars yeah. in, in orange county is like 20 dollars an hour as a start you could afford to live in a cardboard box but yeah yeah cool <laughs> but i mean like 20 dollars i mean that was a yeah, yeah. that was entry level for 3d artists but yeah. back when i was making i was making something like that back in the day but yeah yeah, yeah but like the the it's great to see pride right in in these kids that are serving me burgers but yo you're serving burgers bro <laughs> let's, let's, let's chill on the attitude here <laughs> yo in and out in and out has pretty good benefits for their workers in and too. out is exceptional <laughs> in and out if i wasn't a 3d artist i didn't have a degree it would be in and out or costco i already, I already thought about this right <laughs> It's one of those two. They seem yeah. happy. They seem yeah. like they yeah. enjoy their job. Yeah. But it's the attitude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, you're still flipping burgers, bro. <laughs> very tasty. The burgers are very tasty. Yeah. I like it's burgers. delicious. I love it. I go there all the time. I come <laughs> I come with a, the same scathing. <laughs> I see. I, I see that. I see that. Yeah. Let's calm down. huh? All right. Just um, give you give me my double double. <laughs> yeah, just give me my double double. All right. Uh let's drop drop the snootiness. <laughs> but uh all right. I mean we we hit over a little hour. Uh, it was always yeah, you know, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you, to catch up with you, to kind of give you, you know, a little bit of the future, right? Is how yeah. I say it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> and you come back five months later. Oh, Brandon, everything you said came true. Yeah, of course. Just just because I said you were right once does that mean <laughs> it will happen again. You know, you know what they say. Time's ready. You know what they say? A broke clock is right twice a day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that, man. I'll take yeah. those odds. Yeah. Uh, proudly. 
but uh awesome man uh mm-hmm. keep san francisco alive we need it <laughs> we're out here we're out here uh as always how do people find you connect uh, with you twitter on, man twitter on, what is twitter dude oh oh yeah that's right that is existing actually yeah don't even contact me there um this just, just, just search for me on linkedin that's that's there we where go. You linkedin uh or uh x formerly known as twitter no forever twitter forever baby twitter yeah. forever all right see you guys hello everybody brandon here i want to talk to you today about something very special We've been on this wild ride together, haven't we? From my early days as a senior employee, feeling a bit lost, all the way to leading multiple studios, transitioning to smaller indie teams and to the mobile industry, and now running my own game studio for the last six years. Throughout this time, you've been here listening and learning along with me, sharing this never-ending journey of discovery. This year, I'm kind of on this quest of meeting serial studio founders, discussing acquisitions, or exploring what it takes to grow a studio to over 100 developers. I've always tried to find an exciting topic to delve into. And every year is a little different. The focus is a little different because that's where I am in my career currently. And I want to be able to share what I'm learning with you guys. So I've always been dedicated to asking the tough questions, bringing you insightful answers from industry leaders and experts. And now I want to share with you how I'm applying these answers to my own journey. This is why I'm excited to announce that for just $1.99 per month, you can now subscribe to our exclusive content series. These bonus episodes will give you a deeper look into my personal experiences and how I'm putting into practice what our esteemed guests are preaching. It's more of a personal side of the journey that I hope will show you that we're all in this together and we're all continuously learning. Whether you're a game developer, studio founder, or just a passionate gamer, there's something in it for everyone. By subscribing, not only will you gain access to this exclusive content, but you also be supporting the ongoing production of the regular programming. It helps keeps the lights on and ensures that I can continue bringing you top quality content and insight into the world of game development. The links to subscribe are in the description. Your support means the world to me and helps me keep doing what I love, sharing this journey with you. So show some love, hit that subscribe button, and let's continue this adventure together. Thank you all for your continued support. And as always, stay tuned for more exciting content. Until next time, this is Brandon, signing off.